My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. It's the breakfast show on Sunrise Radio. Raj Guy is the name. 90 second challenge. We play it every single morning, Monday to Friday. Are you ready? Let's play the 90 second challenge. Hello to Simi, that's Mummy, and to Mihir. Mihir is seven years old. Good morning. Good morning. How are you both? We are fine. How are you? I'm absolutely spot on, as they say. All right, look, it's a Friday, right? 90 second challenge. 14 is the score to beat. I think you can do it. Let's see. If you don't beat uh, this guy today, Sahel and the kids, they will be our winners of the week. But you can stop them. All right? Let's do this. Perfect. All right, let's play. Let's play the 90. No, let's stop. No, that's not very good. No, 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 no. I have to do that bit, not you. (laughs) Right? Here we go. It's time to play. I'm just checking. It's time to play <laughs> the 90 second challenge. No, it's my job. Stop it. Right, here we go again for the third time, for goodness sake. Here, let's play the 90 second challenge. The game begins in three, two, one. Question one What is the capital city of France? Paris. Paris, yeah. Who plays God in God to see Great Ho? Uh, no, it's Amitabh Bachchan. What type of animal does Kashmir come from? Uh, Kashmir is wool sheep. Mm, oh, it's, it's goat. I'll give it to you. I'm in a good mood. You can have it. Right? Who plays the female lead opposite Salman Khan in Manipiarkia? Yeah, what is the name of the organ that pumps blood around the body? Heart. Yeah, thank God you got that one. Which actor directed and produced and starred in the 1955 film Shri Chasabis? Mom knows. I have to call her. You're <laughs> you can't call your mom. Pass. 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 Yeah. Raj Kapoor, of course. Who presents the weekend breakfast show on Sunrise Radio? Weekend breakfast, uh, Amit Channel. Yeah. How many zeros are there in the number 100,000? Uh, <laughs> six. No, it's five. Five. Uh, what is the... Uh, <laughs> who is the male lead in Badaiho? Badaiho is the... Ayushman Kurana. Yeah, well done. How many hours are there in two and a half days? Mihir. I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Pass. 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 P
Pass, pass, pass. 60. And what do caterpillars turn into eventually? Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, seven. You're seven years old and you got seven. Oh dear, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be enough, but should we just carry on and play it? Should we just do it? Yeah. For a bit of fun, why yeah. not, right? Okay, here's your bonus. Okay, so you got seven. Let's get a plus one on on the board. Uh here's your uh Oh no, there's no question. Alright, I'm gonna go with the next question. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the next question? Okay, which is the largest ocean on planet Earth? Pacific. Yeah, well done. You've now got eight. Okay, let's see what happens. Here's your audio question. Have a listen to this. I want to know the name of this, uh, the names of these real life married people. Okay, they're actors. Who are they? Any idea? You did it. Well done. Fantastic. It doesn't matter what your score is. It doesn't matter what your score is. You're not quite there. But uh, but fantastic game. Thank you so much for taking part this morning. All right. Thank you. You can catch Raj Guy and his funny humor weekdays on breakfast between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. My name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed. This time round, served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. Riya Kapoor, she got pulses racing with a recent announcement that Viredi Wedding 2 was on the cards. Wedding cards. What? Viray's second wedding? Itni jaldi? No, of course not. This is the official sequel to the Viray franchise. Now, this could arrive sooner than we expected. Riya Kapoor also confessed that she'd found the perfect rom-com for her brother, Harshvardhan Kapoor, because people really loved Harshvardhan's comic timing, even in a fleeting appearance in AK vs. AK, Anil Kapoor vs. Uh, Anurag Kashyap, remember? So, comedy is clearly his forte. Sister Riya Kapoor thinks his pairing with Alaya F could go down a treat. You know why? Because many believe Alaya to be one of the most promising, one of the most talented girls in the brat pack. And by that, of course, I mean those who are blessed with strong filmy connections. Harshvardhan Kapoor is Anil Kapoor's son, Boni Kapoor's nephew, Sonam Kapoor's brother, Riya Kapoor's brother. Alaya is Kabir Bedi's granddaughter, Pooja Bedi's daughter. So this will be Outsiders, you need not apply. Thank you for your interest though. One of Bollywood's most relevant directors from recent times, Anubhav Sinha, he turned 56 yesterday. And he took a vow to continue making hard-hitting, socially responsible films like Mulk and Article 15 and Thappar. These were his last three films that picked some seriously unsettling issues and put them all under the Bollywood microscope. The critics absolutely loved it. Mulk gave us yet another insight on the sharp religious divides that still exist in a secular republic like India. Article 15 took that one step further and spoke about the spine-chilling fallouts of a despicable practice like casteism. While Thappar brought up misogyny and violence, which are not seen as very popular themes in the realms of entertainment, right? Anubhav Sinha has always pushed the envelope and he's tried to engage film fans in meaningful conversations while at the same time embracing the commercial mainstream, not becoming a total arthouse director. I can't wait to see what Anubhav does next with Ayushman Khurana in a film titled Anek. Anubhav Sinha, Lagero. 
Now, Shahid Kapoor is understandably thrilled that his next Telugu remake, Jersey, this film now has a realistic chance of a big screen release this Diwali. Now, in the original Telugu version, actor Nani absolutely nailed it, playing a cricketer who's retired from the sport, beaten, dejected, completely disillusioned with the system. Until one day, his son revives that spark in him to dust off his pads, to find his helmet again, to pick up the bat and step into the cricketing arena one more time, almost in the twilight of his working life. Shahid Kapoor says that he had Jersey Kabir Singh before Jersey Kabir or should I say Arjun Reddy before because that was a remake as well. And he could totally identify with what Jersey was trying to say. Finding success a little later than expected. Shahid says that I was unhappy with my career. At that point, I was unsuccessful certain about my future, Jersey gave me the courage to dream again. A man finding glory when most people retire. How amazing is that? A story worth celebrating, right? Now you probably know actor Neeraj Kabi from Sacred Games or from Patal Lok. Maybe you saw him in The Ship of Theseus, in the various adventures of Detective Bomkesh Bakshi. Maybe you were blown away by Neeraj Kabi's performance in Sham Benegal's mini-series Samvidhan Constitution. Or maybe you saw him in Talwar or Hitchki, well, you can safely put all of that to one side now because Neeraj Kabi in Sherni, as Vidya Balan senior, as a respected forest officer, Akhil Nangia, sir, that's the talk of the town right now. Branding himself a director's actor, Neeraj Kabi is quick to praise Amit Masurkar, who really knew how to get a layered, measured performance out of his entire cast. Neeraj Kabi says in a recent interview, a director who knows his craft and therefore he can be the right catalyst for the actors to deliver a memorable performance. Bollywood is very rare. I'm so lucky that I got to finally work with an award-winning talent like Amit Masurkar. He says, if you've seen the film Sherni, then you know that in this film, Vidya Balan is also a Sherni of sorts, right? And she's struggling to save herself from man. Now, there is a conflict between Vidya and the actual tigress. It's being used as a metaphor. There are various male characters who are trying to consume her emotionally, mentally. For instance, my character, he says, I'm becoming an impediment between Vidya and nature. The animals and I will play the barrier to the highest level so that Vidya crosses it and becomes the hero. Now, it is uh, streaming on Prime and, you know, I think it is a very refreshing way of telling a story. Forget song and dance, forget all those needless distractions, those doses of comedy which are added pointlessly. But if you want a story which completely stays on course, which what should I say, really absorbs you. And, you know, it is a, a, a tale which hasn't been told this way before. Then I think Sherni is definitely for you. Bollywood has a long history of pageant queens who end up as screen divas in absolutely no time. Because until not too long ago, modeling was seen as a natural stepping stone to the movies. You know, look, as long as you look good, it's okay. Dia Mirza, she joined a long list of pageant winners when she made her Bollywood debut opposite Madhavan in Rehna Hai Tere Dil Mein. This was 20 years ago, right? 
looking back on her two decades in the wild jungle also known as the showbiz before dia and habi web have rekhi look forward to becoming first timing parents soon dia mirza reckons she was too naive she was completely unprepared when that victory at the asia pacific international pageant happened in the year 2000 and she was shoved into the limelight she was thrown into the deep end expecting her to learn the ropes of acting on the job looking back that wasn't ideal in a recent interview she says that you know i when i look back now i was just so busy doing so many things what i tell myself what i would tell myself if i could go back in time is to slow down and take a pause i think i jumped into the job very quickly i had very little time to learn the craft i learned most of what i did on the job i think it would have been a great advantage if i had come into the industry a little more prepared aaj jo bhi mere paas aata hai na ki please dear madam you know if you also want to be an actress bataiye na kya karna hai i tell them look if you aspire to be an actor i urge them to learn as much as they can about acting not just about acting i tell them spend more time behind the camera assist somebody on a set if you can understand every nuance of the storytelling process before you say papa maine decide kar liya hai mujhe to actress hi banna hai celebrating 9 years of anurag kashyap's cult film gangs of vasepur recently vicky koshal actor vicky koshal he calls it his first brush with bollywood his first time in front of the camera in a blink and you miss it scene wo kehte hain ki see i hadn't been hired as an actor i was actually the ad to anurag kashyap the assistant director to anurag kashyap in gangs of vasepur and very honestly vicky koshal says something that many bollywood actors would not probably share so willingly he says i only got the job because my dad sham koshal was the action director of gangs of vasepur my dad wanted me to experience life on a bustling film set before encouraging my dream of becoming an actor aur yun hua ki ek din we were shooting a scene in a brothel richa chadda manoj bajpai they were part of the scene and we needed loads of other people in it all the extras all the paid extras refused to be in that scene As a result me the assistant director and everybody else who was part of the crew had to jump in and we were all in that set because nobody else wanted to be in that scene so you see me for all of i don't know two and a half seconds and that too you just see a silhouette someone dancing in the background uh, like a madman he says that in effect was my bollywood debut wah national award ko kaise mila are wo to kisi aur film ke liye mila right that was for uri if you remember Now news emerging that those who love biopics because real life can be so much more fascinating and inspirational than anything fiction could ever conjure up right well sony live has lined up a treat for you an original drama titled rocket boys and this is going to be on the lives of two of india's greatest nuclear physicists homi bhaba and vikram sarabhai agar meri tarah aap bhi india mein school mein gaye na to mere khayal se shayad hi koi school india mein ho अप एंड डाउन द कंट्री आप देख लीजिए जिस स्कूल में एक भाभा हाउस और एक सारा भाई हाउस ना हो दैट इज हाउ रिस्पेक्टेड दीज टू जेंटलमैन आर स्पेशली वेन यू लुक एट द पेजेस ऑफ हिस्ट्री द पेजेस ऑफ इंडिया साइंटिफिक हिस्ट्री ना रॉकेट बॉयज इज बेस्ड ऑन द लाइफ ऑफ दीज टू रिनाउंड साइंटिस्ट इट विल टेक अस थ्रू देयर इनक्रेडिबल जर्नी दे कन्वर्टेड ड्रीम्स इन टू रियालिटी दे मेड सम ऑफ द बिगेस्ट डिस्कवरीज एंड द मेकर्स सोनी लिव दे रिसेंटली रिवील्ड दैट वी विल गेट टू सी एक्टर इशफाक सिंह एज विक्रम सारा भाई एंड जिम साब एज होमी 
Now, in a recent interview, Jim Saab says these guys, Vikram and Homi, they were just so fascinating. Two young men with fantastical dreams for their country who just kept at it, working and working and working to bring their vision to reality, to make their country a scientific superpower. And all the while, through toil and trouble, they managed to have a colourful, exuberant life as well. I can't wait for the audience to watch it. Um, Ishwak Singh said exactly the same stories pertaining to our homeland and the nation's spirit. They've always garnered a lot of interest. I'm proud to be a part of Rocket Boys, which presents the journey of Indian scientists and their extraordinary work for space, for nuclear research and in education. It is definitely an inspiring tale. I can't wait to shoot it. Now, Katrina Kaif's film with Akshay Kumar Suryavanshi, this was done and dusted so long ago that we've practically forgotten what the fuss was all about. Suryavanshi resisted the call of digital and it has patiently waited for the COVID crisis to pass and the situation to improve because they want to go big or go home, as they say. But if the conditions are the same, if the conditions are the same, Rohit Shetty will have to make an executive decision very soon on the fate of Suryavanshi, sooner rather than later, especially when we heard about this Delta Plus variant in the news today, right? While main man Akshay Kumar has moved on to other films and so many of them that I'm sure even he's forgotten what Suryavanshi was all about. The heroine in Suryavanshi, Katrina Kaif, she kept a low profile. She concentrated predominantly on her beauty empire, which is thriving. But after Katrina wraps Tiger 3 with Salman, Katrina will begin prep on Sriram Andhadhun Raghavan's next thriller. This is going to be opposite South superstar Vijay Sethupati. Ooh, about time too. You can catch Shabnam Sahi, the ultimate storyteller, weekdays, 9am to 12 noon. This is Anila Dami on Sunday. This program was born out of a need to, out of a desire to ensure that you're given as much information about the coronavirus pandemic as possible, bringing you experts. And we are going to talk about the Delta variant now, because in the last week, the Delta variant has made up 99% of COVID cases across the UK. There have been over 35,000 new cases of the Delta variant in the UK in the past week. Public Health England say two doses of a vaccine are still effective at providing protection against the risk of hospitalisation. And I am joined on the line now by Professor Aziz Sheikh, Director of the Usher Institute at Edinburgh University, who has done a report on the Delta variant and vaccines. Good morning, Professor Sheikh. Morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. You released a report into the Delta variant and vaccines. What did you find? Yeah, so this report looked at um, basically the spread of COVID-19 across Scotland and what we found was that um, back at the end of April, um, Delta was virtually non-existent. It was really the alpha form or the, the, the Kent um, form, as many of your listeners will know it. But within a matter of weeks, really, Delta became the dominant form. It's become the dominant form across the UK, as you just mentioned. What we also found was that the Delta form, when compared with the Alpha form, was associated with an increased risk of hospitalisation. So it was about an 85% increase in risk, uh, so quite substantial. And of course, there have been now, as you've talked about, the rapid rise in cases. Why is it rapidly increasing compared to other variants? Yeah, well, we've, I mean, so I mean, this virus is mutating all the time. So there are new forms emerging all of the time. 
Um, but sometimes, I mean, some of these um, variants do take hold. Um, and so there is evidence that, um, that the Delta form, when compared with the previous forms, is more transmissible. So it passes more readily from individual to individual. It's more contagious. And um, it seems to be something to do with um, the spike protein because that's where the mutation has occurred. And uh, uh, for some reason, it's probably resulting in, in a higher viral load and also then increasing susceptibility for individuals. And it does seem to be affecting younger people, doesn't it? Because we were going through the papers and one newspaper says that there's been an increase in the Delta variant in schools and in children. Yeah, and in our data, I mean, showed the same thing. So it was predominantly in, in, in young people, uh, children and young people. And so I think pre- Predominantly um, in young people. Predominantly. I mean, right. so, I mean, other, I mean others, I mean, because now really, I mean, virtually everybody who's got uh, COVID-19 in, in the UK is, is a Delta form, but it was there were higher rates in, in young people and children. And mm. the reason for that is probably because this is a group that's unprotected at the moment or relatively unprotected uh. and that they've not been vaccinated or have only had one dose um, of the vaccine so far. I see. And that brings us to the vaccines. I mean, people will want to know whether the vaccines are effective against this Delta. And I don't know if you're able to talk about the Delta Plus variant as well. Yeah, so with the Delta form, we did study this, and this is in our report in The Lancet. And what I mean, we're seeing is that the vaccines, thankfully, do work. So that's both the Oxford AstraZeneca and the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, um, I mean, the dominant ones that are used in the UK. Mm-hmm. So they work, um, but there are a couple of caveats. The one is that um, they, seem, they seem to take a bit longer to work. Um, and so really, we're only seeing a, a maximal protective effect against hospitalizations um, in around 28 days after the first dose, I mean, after people are getting the second dose. Mm-hmm. And then what we're also seeing is that they do reduce the risk of infection, but they're not quite as effective uh, as they were against the alpha form. Right. We've had some messages coming in, so I will um, put those to you just after we've gone through a few more on this, because um, could future mutations and strains of the virus cause another lockdown or the reintroduction of similar restrictions that we've seen already? Well, the crucial thing is is whether there is um, what we call vaccine escape. So if the vaccines are still working... Um, and the vaccines are offering protection, then I think it's unlikely that we'll have national lockdowns. We may have regional lockdowns. Uh, you know, that certainly is a possibility. And, and so, I mean, we're up against this with the Delta Plus variant at the moment that you just mentioned. I mean, so yeah. at the moment, very few cases in the UK, and certainly some cases emerging in India and other parts of the world. And at the moment, I mean, this is still an, I mean, I mean, a question that we don't know the answer to as to whether um, the vaccines work. Do they work equally as well with this variant? Those studies are being done at the moment. And I think, so. I mean, I think overall what we've, I mean, so far with all the variants that have emerged, the vaccines seem to be working, uh, which is helpful. And if that stays the case, then, then I think we can avoid national lockdown just because we now have so much of a population covered. But I think, I mean, the, the kind of core takeaway message here is that, I mean, as I mentioned previously, do get your vaccine and particularly the second dose when the invitation comes around because that's the one thing that really is offering protection. And some messages from our listeners. Nisha from Alsbury is asking, if you know when vaccines will be available for people under 17? Yeah, so Nisha, I mean, at, at the moment, um, I mean, the, the government bodies are looking at this issue uh, so that the JCVI or the Joint Committee on Vaccinations and Immunisation, and what they're trying to assess is the strength of evidence uh, as to whether the vaccines are safe and effective. 
I mean, I think a, a decision is imminent. But what we do know is um, from the United States, for example, where there are large numbers of kids I mean, over the age of 12 who have now been vaccinated. So, I mean, I, I think we have to wait for that independent body to make its decision. Um, but, yeah, certainly, um, I mean, if, if they decide, I think they will be made available pretty rapidly, probably through schools, like, like is the case with flu vaccine. Mm. Thank you for answering that. And thank you, Nisha, for messaging in. Manoha from London has asked, were all the Delta variants in Scotland not related to incoming travellers and their direct, indirect contacts? So, Manoha, I mean, clearly, I mean, I think um, the, the Delta variant has come from the Indian subcontinent uh, initially because certainly data from Public Health England show that our South Asian minority ethnic uh, community is predominantly, well, early on was predominantly affected but I think we're now in a state of community transmission. So, I mean, it's, it's no longer sort of dependent on uh, I mean, external considerations. And we now also know that, I mean, there is much more stringent border control with flights coming in from South Asia. So initially very important, but I think now it's sort of much more in the realms of community transmission. Professor Aziz Sheikh, thank you very much for answering our listeners' questions and for talking to us this morning. Thanks very much. Tune in every Sunday, 10am to 12 noon, for Anila Dami on Sunday, giving the British Asian community a voice on the matters of the day. Okay, let's do this. It is time for the Couples Challenge. It's time for the Couples Game. How well do you know your partner? How well indeed. Welcome to the amazing uh, Dipak and of course Barrel as well. How are you guys doing? You're right. Yeah, we're good, thanks. Yeah, really good, by the way. So just ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this as well. I actually know these guys. They actually came over today. They met uh, Monty for the first time today as well. And Monty absolutely loved that. He's such a little kind of like tart because like he was so good to you guys, right? As soon as you left, right? Yeah, I'll just go ignore my mum and dad now. <laughs> that's it. You gotta bring him around now. <laughs> that's it. Now that's it. He he loves you guys. You in fact, you are a designated dog sitters now. From now on, that's it. That's all I can say. Get ready, yeah, because he's gonna start behaving that way with you guys as well. You just watch. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, listen. Why don't you just uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourselves? Like, how long have you guys been together? Uh, any particular fun things about you as a couple? Um. So we've been together about. 30 years um, and we've been married for 25 years and we've got our 26th wedding anniversary coming up next Saturday <gasps> no way 26 yeah. years oh my god listen before we do the challenge you've got to say come on what's the secret to being together 26 years that's incredible well, being married being together 30 years but being married 26 years listen to your wife and agree with everything she says <laughs> There you go. He's got it in one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We, you know, Deepak, I hope you realise we're going to have this as a sound bite now and we're just going to put it out there on air for everyone to hear day in, day out. <laughs> I think to be honest I've got to admit I think that is very good advice alright so listen uh, we're getting ready to play the couples challenge with you two now when we spoke earlier uh, the the, ch- the thing was that we were saying that actually Dipak is going to be the first one to answer the question so is that still the case yeah, that's fine. Yeah, all right. All right, so how it's going to work is, Dibak, um, what we're going to do is get Paral to leave the room and make sure she can't hear you. Then I'm going to ask okay. you five questions. And then we're going to call Barrel back and she's going to try and guess the answers you gave, okay? So, okay. Barrel, in your own time, whenever you're ready, leave the room. And uh, Dibak, you tell me as well when it's safe to begin yeah. the questions. Yeah. 
Sure. All right, she definitely can't hear you, right? Uh, just going to close all the doors, make sure. Okay, she can't hear me now. And and just just double check as well. And uh, like you know that she you know say something offensive to her so that see if she can actually hear you. Because if it is and then she hears you, she'll run back into the room. No, I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Okay, cool. So very simple. Like I said, I'm going to ask you uh, five questions. Uh, really simple, really easy ones. And let's see how well Parol knows you after 30 years together. All right, cool. So question number one, dude. Uh, right. Your favorite choice of naughty food, right? But it can only be one or the other. If you had a choice of having pizza or chips, what would you go with? Chips. Chips, really? Oh, you're a chips man. Nice. Okay. Right, question number two. Um, right, a bad habit that you do that your partner really hates about you. Like, so think about it here from her point of view. If I, when I ask her this question, what do you think she would say about you? Probably leaving the dirty sink. <laughs> leaving, leaving the sink dirty, yeah? Yeah. That's, that means, come on, look, if that's the worst one, that's not really that bad, <laughs> I have to say. So she's a lucky lady. Anyway, question number three. Uh, I'd like to know one thing that's on your bucket list that you want to do, like that you have to do very, very soon. Like, you know, it's uh, at the top or very near the top of your bucket list, like, you know, skydiving or whatever it might be. Um, probably learn archery. Oh, that's a good one. I love that mm. one. What, what makes you want to learn archery? I've always liked it. I think ever since I've been younger, I've tried it a couple of times, but I just really want to learn it properly. Nice. Okay, cool. I think that's a really good one. I've done it once or twice in my life as well. I think um, aiming stuff, I'm not the best. I definitely was terrible at clay pigeon shooting. That was I was awful at that. Um, but archery, just a little bit better. So, uh, But I like that. That's a good one. Uh, question number four for you. Um, what is the best holiday destination that you both have been on that you would say? Probably the Andaman Islands. The Andaman Islands? Oh my god, you're going to have to mm. enlighten me. Where are the Andaman Islands? So they're just off the coast of Malaysia, in between India and Malaysia. There's a set of islands there. Um, they belong to India, um, but they're like completely isolated. Really, really lovely destination. Nice, nice. Well, I have to say, I don't even know how to spell them, but I've put a phonetically correct version on my piece of paper here anyway. So, uh, and last but not least, right, what is a favorite movie of yours that you have seen loads of times so not necessarily your most favorite movie but a favorite of yours in particular that you've seen lots and lots of times that comes to the forefront of your mind rambo <gasps> no way dude are you serious yeah <laughs> i love it i love it what the original the original the original yeah. nice what about that what is it about that film that you like i think it's just a classic movie it's one of the first films i, I saw um, that really struck a chord. I thought this is a really, really good film. Really enjoyable. No, nice. I'm, I'm, I have to say, good choice. I think that's a really good one to have as well. So I like that. All right, cool. So there you go. You've done it. You've answered your five questions. So whenever you're ready, call Powell back into the room. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if she's ready. Uh, while he does that ladies and gentlemen just to remind you if you want to take part in the couple challenge to see how well you know your partner just drop me a whatsapp and i'll get you on a future show as well 0795 700 272 and let's see is she back debug she's just coming now all right I'm no. back. lovely excellent all righty so Barra, welcome back i asked your lovely husband uh five questions about him i'm going to ask you the same five questions you've got to guess what he said and let's see how well you actually know your partner are you ready 
Yeah, it'll be embarrassing if I get more wrong, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> the average generally is about three out of five, so don't worry. If you get three out of five, I think you've done pretty well. Uh, question one, I asked uh, Dipak, I said, if you had a choice for a naughty meal of the night, would it be pizza or chips? What do you think he said? Oh, chips, definitely. Chips, nice. Okay, cool. I'm going to reveal the answers at the end, by the way. Okay, cool. That's question number one. Question number two. I asked him a bad habit that he does that he would you're, that you would probably hate. What's a bad habit he does that you probably you would hate? So, what are you going to say? What is one of his bad habits? And let's see if it matches the one he said. Oh God, uh, there's so many. I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, oh, poor dude. Oh, a bad habit that he hates. Uh, yeah. And okay. Um, I'm just going to say the toothpaste and squeezing it from the middle and not from the end every time I keep adjusting it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness me. That's that's one that Nithi and I have as well. Cause she does it from the middle. I do it from the end. So and I always tell her off about that. I know, right? Oh my goodness me! All right, uh, I asked him today one thing that's on his bucket list that he's uh, w- like it's all is at the top or very near the top of his bucket list. Something he wants to do, um, okay. and uh, like you know, it could be skydiving, could be anything. What do you think he said? I think it's shark diving. <gasps> no way, shark diving. Yeah, that's that's what he keeps going on about trying to get me to do it as well, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> My goodness me, shark diving! Right, okay, cool. Uh, question number four: um, the best holiday destination you've both been on together. What do you think he said? Um, I reckon he said Andaman Island. Already, cool. That's question number four. And question number five: uh, I asked him to name a favourite movie of his that he's seen loads of times. So not necessarily his most favourite movie of all time, but a yeah. favourite. That he's seen loads of times. What do you think he said? Oh, there's two that I think he might have said. Um, I'm gonna go for. Um, I think it's Enter the Dragon. What, what do you think the other one was? Just out of curiosity. Uh, Rambo. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what. We're gonna accept both of those as well because it could be either one. And so let's see. Let's see what it comes up with. Uh, right now, I need to go through and do my complex calculations. And you know, let me just initiate. Yeah. You know, my brain and take special gear here so I can try and figure out. So let's have a look. All right, cool. Right. So just out of curiosity, right before I do my very highly technical drum roll by me tapping on the desk, how well do you think you did? I reckon I probably got two, judging by his reaction here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, it was much worse than that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, right? So, to keep you... (laughs) To keep you in suspense, let me do my drum roll. Barrel. You scored. Yes. Three out of five. Not too bad, not too bad at all. I think... Considering you guys have known each other so long, because I think the longer you've been together, the harder this game becomes because you forget the simple little things. So that's that's yeah. my opinion about this as well. So three out of five, in my opinion, is a very good score. So let me tell you which ones you got right, which ones you got wrong. Well, number one, you said chips. He said chips. And that's absolutely right. Number two, uh, he said leaving the sink dirty was the one he said. And you mentioned the oh, toothpaste. So <laughs> That's I enough. couldn't think on the spot. That was it. Yeah. Like I said there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Do you know what? If you'd asked Nithi that question, she probably would have added that to the list as well. She probably would have said the same thing about me. Um, you're leaving the lips of little bits of food at the bottom of the sink. That's what she would have said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three, this is the other one that you got wrong. He mentioned archery. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, interesting. I mean, archery, shark diving, two very different, both dangerous sports, but very different. Yeah, he does mention archery, but he keeps going on about shark diving. Ah. Maybe that's to him it's more of a pipe dream whereas archery is the real thing. So yeah. could be could and of course question four, the best destination you've been on, best holiday, you said Andaman Islands. He said exactly the same thing. And favourite movie, he actually mentioned Rambo, but you said into the Dram- Ragnar Rambo. So you're absolutely right. So you get a point for that yeah. one. So three out of five. I think that is quite impressive. Um so I forgot to mention at the beginning of this, of course, if you get at least three out of five, then he has to do a nice forfeit for you. <laughs> oh, nice. I've got my ready, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, did you guys enjoy this? Yeah, it was good fun. Thanks, mate. Thanks for asking us. Oh, no, no problem at all as well. And at some point in the very near future as well, if you want to come back and do a role reversal on the couple's challenge to see how well Dipak knows you, Parallel, you can put him to the test. We can do that as definitely. well. Sound like a plan? Yeah, on the oh, yeah, br- oh, brilliant. I'm glad. I'm so, so glad. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. You have been both absolute superstars. Thank you for taking part in the couple's challenge. You guys absolutely rock. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. For Barrel and Deepak. Woo! I'm just simulating the audience out there. No, you guys did really well. And uh, thank you again. And if you're listening out there as well, and you enjoyed listening to that part of the Couples Challenge, you think you've got what it takes to take on the Couples Challenge, you know what you got to do. Just drop me a WhatsApp and we will get you involved. And you can see just exactly how well you know your partner. Catch our love guru, Amit Soda, between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. every Sunday for that chill out zone. It is time, my friends, my dosto, to get into a bit of film in four clues for you. Four bits of trivia. All related back to one Bollywood movie. All you need to do is work that brain, work that brain, and basically tell me the name of the film which I'm after this evening tonight. Here are your four bits of trivia for you this evening. So, clue number one. The film I'm thinking of uh, was inspired by some classic Hollywood gangster movies. Got a lot of inspiration from some classic Hollywood uh, gangster mobster movies. In fact, the lead actor was inspired by Al Pacino's performance in Scarface. Okay, so clue number one, this film is inspired by some classic Hollywood gangster movies. Lead actor inspired by Al Pacino's acting in Scarface. Clue number two. This was a comeback lead role for the lead actor. Okay, it was a comeback performance for the lead actor after he was involved in some period of uh, bad activity, I think, uh, without giving the game away. That's, 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 that's as much as I can say. So it was a comeback performance for the lead actor after a period of bad activity, which meant that he uh, couldn't take up film roles during this time. Mm. Clue number three, a real-life married couple play husband and wife in this movie. And clue number four, Kashmira Shah rose to attention. Kashmira Shah kind of like uh, shone out as a result of her performance in an item number in this movie. So clue number three, real life married couple play a husband and wife in this film. And clue number four is that Kashmira Shah got recognised for her performance in an item number in this movie. But what film am I talking about? Loads of answers coming in tonight, some which were definitely on the mark, some of which were completely, well, quite close, but still rather off the mark, and some which were definitely, definitely not the film, which I was after this evening. It is time to put everybody out of their misery tonight and uh, give you the answer for tonight's film in full clues. 
So as I mentioned, the film I'm thinking of, inspired by some classic Hollywood gangster movies, the lead actor was inspired by Al Pacino's performance in Scarface, wanted to bring some of that into his role in the movie. Clue number two, I think this was the most important one. I said this was a comeback performance for this lead actor after a period of bad activity. You know, he wasn't able to take up as many Bollywood roles because of some bad activity that happened to him in the 90s. Big, big, massive giveaway clue over there. Clue number three is that a real-life married couple play husband and wife in this movie. And clue number four, surely this would have, you know, definitely given it away, right? Kashmira Shah appears in an item number in this movie, uh, which propelled her to further stardom, further attention. Loads of different guesses coming in tonight. Um, Jasmine and Hayes with a whole bunch of different nights. 90s answers. Dulham Le Jange. No, no, not DDLJ at all. Uh, a couple of you also guessing some other answers coming in. A lot of you were guessing, um, is it a, uh, is it Daud? I also had, is it Raja Hindustani? Uh, no, and of course, a lot of you guessing Agnipat from 1990. Now, I know that Amita was inspired, okay, by Pacino's performance in Scarface, but there was another actor who was also inspired by that performance because, of course, actors do learn from other actors, and that was Sanjay Dutt, of course. I'm thinking of the movie Vastav, the reality from 1999, directed by Mahesh Manjrekar. Sanjay Dutt was the actor I was after. Uh, so, yeah, I have a feeling a lot of people out there might be kicking themselves. Yeah, as I mentioned, his kind of comeback role he was nominated uh, for Filmfare Best Actor and he won it with this movie as well after a hard time getting roles because of all of the activity he was involved in in the early 90s and things and charges that were put against him in the early 90s of course he came back and of course, uh, really hit gold with this film. Yes, yeah, Sanjay Dutt, Namrata Shirodkar, uh, alongside him. In the movie, you've got Monish Bal and Ekta Sohani, who play the real-life husband and wife duo in this movie. And yes, as mentioned, Kashmira Shah... Uh, in the item number, which was, let me try and find it now, Giovanni C. Giovanni C, that should be there. So well done if you got the answer this evening tonight, I can tell you. Uh, let me try and find out everybody got the answer this evening. Um, uh, Suresh over in Manchester got it, version, so they managed to get it after a first wrong answer. Uh, I've got uh, somebody's not told me their name, that's not very useful. Uh, I've got Sandeep over in Manchester, managed to get it. Matthias on Ontario managed to get it. Ajit over in Uxbridge managed to get it as well all right if you got it very well done time to give you a rundown of the clues again for three course meal if you missed out a little bit earlier uh giving you a rundown of those clues again and if you're really stuck really 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 stuck okay even more stuck than if you were with like super glue uh all around you don't worry i'll be dropping some more clues on the way all right but for now here are the clues which i'm going to give you uh, as mentioned three courses and the three course meal the same initials for each of the dishes as somebody in the bollywood world all right can you just tell me the names of the three people who i'm thinking of this evening tonight as i mentioned i've got a lovely uh, tasty dessert washed down with two cocktails because i guess it's summer weather cocktail weather so on the menu tonight we've got apricot halva yes a h a for alpha h for hotel Hotel. And then two cocktails. We've got pea shooter, P for papa, S for sugar. As I said earlier, this is a cocktail made with green peas and wasabi. Mm. Pea shooter, P for papa, S for sugar. And then also dry martini, an old classic, D for delta, M for mother. So there we are. Apricot halwa, AH, pea shooter, PS, and dry martini, DM. And I need the names, please, of one writer and director. 
Okay, one actress and model. I think she's the one that most of you out there have got so far. Okay, and then also one actor who's worked not only in Bollywood but in a whole range of other cinema as well. He's worked in Indian regional cinema, art house cinema, and even in Hollywood as well. Any ideas? Let me know. Time for the answers for three course meal this evening. Big round of applause to everybody tonight. Whether you actually got all three answers or not, some really great efforts this evening. Loads and loads of guesses coming in. So, A H Apricot Halva P S P Shooter, the name of a cocktail. All right, and then Dry Martini D M. And I was after the names of that one actress and model who's also worked in production. That one actor who's worked in a diverse range of movies, and then also that one writer and director. It could of course be an any order, as I mentioned, the three names I was after this evening tonight for A.H. April Kahalva, I was thinking of Adil Hussain. Yeah, who's been in a whole bunch of movies, including, as I mentioned, that movie uh, directed by Ang Lee. It was, of course, The Life of Pi. Uh, for P.S., I was thinking of Pradeep Sarkar, the director behind Parinita from 2005. He's also directed Eklavia and uh, Mardani, Helicopter Ila, and of course, DM, the one that everybody got, Dia Mirza. So very well done. Adil Hussain, Pradeep Sarkar and Dia Mirza Helping you unwind on a Friday with tunes and Bollywood games to get your weekend ready Don't forget to join Neeraj on Sunrise on Fridays and Saturdays from 7 to 10pm